Hello, folks, and welcome to Azeroth Coast to Coast. My name is Gabriel. These are my co-hosts, Mr. Kevin. Hello. And Mr. Chris. Hi. This week, we have a huge show for you. We're going to be talking 7.2. We are all boarding the hype train as we speak. We are going to go over some of the new systems and things coming in the next patch next week, which is going to be March 28th for us in North America and the 29th of March for our Euro friends like Mr. Chris over here. We're going to talk systems, events, overall prep for the coming patch. Just remember, folks, the hype train has no brakes. The train is now leaving the station, so let's jump right in. Choo-choo! Boys, how was your week, Kevin? What's up? Hey, doing well. Um, I did some Nighthold raiding this week. I got an 890 set cape or tier cape, which was pretty cool. Um, that was like night one. And then night two, we did heroic uh, Nighthold raiding. And we chose to go to Mr. Botanist for our fourth kill and ended up dying a lot to mechanics um maybe we need some dps it's hard to tell because we're just dying to mechanics a lot but it was still fun and had a good time that's pretty much it yeah it sounds like you had a little bit of fun at least um anything else interesting happening with you or is it just you know you got some more loot and some more night hold um still well i'm playing heroes of the storm off and on a little bit and going through my uh placement matches for this next season so that's pretty cool too that's good that's good where'd you, where'd you end up last season i ended up getting the plat five so you were gutter tier platinum yeah okay. i barely that's squeaked fine. in and then i got the mount so or you were gutter tier platinum. That's okay. That's okay, though. You know what? Everybody's got to be gutter tier sometime. Uh, that's me at all times of the year. Uh, Chris, my friend, Mr. Akari, how was your week so far? I'm doing some more Nighthold, just like Kevin, uh, except I'm doing it in Europe, of course. We are now one-shotting Krosis, so we're not having to deal with... Uh any crap with him anymore. No, no, no more falling into the uh, the ocean? No more falling into the ocean with a combat res on one of our healers so we don't have to run because we, we've not touched um, Spellblade, so it's a long run. Um, yeah. So that's good, at least. We're on Star Augur. We got him to a 0.7% wipe last night, so it was very sad that is we that didn't the, have enough time to kill him. Uh, is that post-nerf? Post-nerf. So 0.7%. Okay. We were missing couple dps just because they weren't able to make so it or they it, had to leave early so you, you were basically short like one stiff breeze pretty much yeah okay All um right. oh although on the uh Krosis kill that we did do last night i got a really good item i got a titan forge 920 bracers with my best stats on it mother of christ yep <laughs> Well, you are good to go. I got called everything under the sun by all the other leather leather, leather wearers, and bear in mind we have five druids in our group. God, why <laughs> do you have so many goddamn druids? We have one tank. We have one that's resto or boomkin, depending on if we need it. We have another kitty druid, and then we have two boomies. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Y'all have a lot of druids. A lot of leather, obviously. Yeah, our guild likes druids, okay? Uh, uh, your guild's a leather guild. It's okay. Yeah, we also bears. have a monk as well, and then me as a demon hunter tank. So obviously a lot of leather and bears. It's okay. Yeah, pretty um, much. This sounds like, uh, you know, a, an interesting party. Yeah. Barreling through my hero's uh, placements, placements on Europe as well. Uh, 
I haven't finished some. I think I've got two left. I need to get those done at some point this weekend. Um, what else? Hearthstone. Still sucking it, but you're helping me. You're helping me. Sort of. We'll, 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 do another, we'll do another informational session after today, despite the fact that all the information I'm going to give you is going to be completely negated in a couple of weeks, in a week or two. Yep. Pretty yeah. much. Pretty much. And um, uh, anything else? Trying to justify having my two WoW accounts. I don't I, do anything on my US one except maybe do a couple of mythics for you guys. Get on, do some stuff. It's like it's not like you're actively raiding. You don't have the time yeah. to dedicate two raids, two no. two two full raid schedules. And I get that. And it's like I, I I like playing with you, but at the same time, I also understand that's your fifteen bucks. That's an extra fifteen bucks a month, man. That's like you got you got to find. Especially with how many times you use Blizzard services and everything else and how much shit you buy. Plus, you also need to remember that I can just carry your ass in Heroes, so there's that. There is that, yeah. So yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta find that balance. You gotta find that justification there. Uh, my week, uh, relatively calm, all things considered. Um, I got my fourth Legendary on my Paladin. Um, I'm counting the Legendary Follower token I have. Uh, I don't know if you should or not, but I'm counting it. Um, so that's my fourth legendary on my paladin. But it is, of course, uh, nightmare breath or whispered breath or whatever the hell it is of Kildedine, which is the same goddamn trinket I have on my priest. It is a class agnostic neutral trinket for all damage dealers, and I got it on both of my one tens which pisses me off. Um, I've been really super casually grinding uh, AP and order hole resources. So I, I, I'm ending up casually grinding the AP as a side effect of grinding the order hole resources yep. because my legendary follower token is the one that gives you 100 uh, order hole resources and like 25 gold for each quest completed each world quest completed with that follower. So it's like I'm just passively gaining the AP as I'm going out specifically shooting for order hole resources because I somehow ran out of order hole resources on my paladin. Yep. So I'm a smart man. Uh, more D3. Hype train boarded for season 10. I'm super excited about season 10 coming in for D3. Uh, and I'm still playing first a lot of season for console as well, isn't it? Yes, this is going to be the first season. Season 10 will be the first season for anybody that has Ultimate Evil Edition of D3 on consoles. So uh, your PS4s and your Xbox Ones are going to have access to seasons for the first time ever. So uh, I expect to see some interesting stuff on their leaderboards because the consoles have a really bad problem with hacked items and dupes and... Yeah. Things like that, so it's going to be real interesting to see how shit their leaderboards are going to end up being because of this. Um, and I'm playing a lot more CCGs. I'm still playing a lot of CCGs. You know, I'm, I'm playing Hex, I'm playing Shadowverse, I'm playing um, Magic: The Gathering Online, Hearthstone, all that kind of fun stuff. So, uh, just having a lot of fun with that, um, and not having to go and spend four dollars and nineteen cents before tax uh, buying card packs um, at the store. So I'm oh, quite we'll pleased about- with that. We'll talk about price hikes. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll talk about prices. We'll talk. We'll we'll complain about prices in a few minutes. Um, any any other news for the week for you guys, gentlemen? Nope. Unmute nope. yourself, Kevin. Thank you. There <laughs> we go. Uh, um, so 
uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, go a little bit further now, go jump a little bit further into the show. Uh, did we have any listener feedback, or are we all still forever alone? Well, we have uh, LB's Corner. <laughs> this week on LB's Corner, we do have some feedback from LB. Mr. LB is a member of my guild, if you recall from last week. We are going to dedicate a portion of the show to LB for his feedback this week, his feedback was discipline ple- priests do not suck. Priests, priests, do you priests. have a list now? And no. I actually have an argument to the argument you're going to make. So, okay, so th- that was his only feedback when asked for comment uh, on the last week's show. So his, so, so you asked, hey, LB, do you have any sort of comment for last week's so, show? And his comment was disc priests suck. Don't suck. It. Don't, suck. don't okay. suck. I'm, gu- I'm guessing his argument is on Warcraft logs, they are the fourth best healer out of the six. They, okay, so for Mythics in Nighthold, they are the fourth best healer and they are not scrub tier like they are for okay. heroic and normal. Yes, that's so his comment. Let me, let me make an argument here. If you look at the actual okay. parsing data, how many part, how many people, how many um, instances a Decibone Priest has been seen in, the, in those raids? You'll notice that Wrestle Druids, the best healers currently, have 33,228 parses. And alternatively, the Decibone Priest has 2,000. So 33,000 versus 2,000? Yes. A factor of 10.5? Yes. So Jeez. let's just let's just take that let's just and bear in mind that's the lowest parse out of all sex healers. So let's just point that out as yeah, Decibone Priests that are being parsed in mythic plot and mythic rating are fucking amazing no one's gonna doubt that but if you part if you t- if you take that compared to the thirty thousand for shamans who are considered the lowest in mythic rating yeah so it's it's it, it it it's a uh, it's not a confirmation bias but it, it's it's I guess it is a confirmation bias because there's not as many parses. So the parses you do see are going to be people at the top of their game as opposed yeah, to every other healer where it's just it can be any jackass out there. But yeah, so the people- other the other thing that this isn't showing us is what happens in Mythic Plus dungeons. Right. Well, Mythic Plus dungeons, uh, Decimal Priests are a completely different ballgame. The spec for the two Playstyles are completely different, 100% different, and you play completely different as well. So, Desolent Priest kind of had to work three different ways. You've got the DPS Desolent Priests, which aren't really that great. You've got the Mythic Plus Healing Desolent Priests, which use their cast time shield to actually heal Mythic Pluses. And then you've got your Raiding Desolent Priests, who use Atonement more than anything else. So there's three different ways to play Desolent Priests in three different situations. Okay. So, uh, I believe I believe the uh, I believe the uh, counterpoint we're going to make is uh, discipline priests still suck, LB. <laughs> yeah, discipline priests. The ones that are doing mythic rating as discipline priests are people who are the best of the best. They're gonna be good. It's people that are committed to the spec. They know everything in and out. Yeah, but people who aren't doing mythic rating, who are in like casual heroic guilds, like my, my guild or your guild or Kev- Kevin's guild, whatever, whoever's you know, just doing a heroic or normal rating, most Desolent Priests you see aren't that great. 
Really well, it's it's, not, it's probably not that they're not great, but they're just not putting out the same numbers as you would see it's from a Resto Druid. It's purely because the spec is that complex compared to what it used to be. It used to literally be prayer, shield, ma- shield, prayer, prayer of shield. mending, prayer word shield, and, fl- and flash, uh, flash shield. That was it. That was literally the spec. That's, that's know, not it anymore. It is so complicated compared to what it used to be. Or one of your dumpster tier renews out every now and then, and that was it. And you don't even have renew. All right. I'm thinking Wrath. Okay, I'm thinking Wrath. I'm thinking Wrath. But whatever, on. whatever, whatever. Okay, because obviously Kevin is getting frustrated that we're sitting here bashing uh, everything that he's ever lived for. Um, In fairness, s- that's what we're here for because we're the ones that have played this games for since so vanilla. Long. <laughs> so so I, 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 I hesitate to look at what my played my slash plate is. Oh, uh, my really hunter, who was my first turn, is over like three hundred days, and that's just I'm one turn. I'm pretty certain I'm above that. I'm pretty certain I'm above that on my priest or my paladin. I'm not positive. I don't want to look though. Um, so, gentlemen, we're gonna go ahead and jump into this week's news. We have got the normal bullshit we talk about every week. So, Kevin, what are this week's events going on right now? Let's 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 pretend we're going back to Tuesday and informing people about the new stuff this week. Okay, so this week you should be finishing out your Legion dungeon event, which is to complete four Mythic dungeons. You do get extra loot from the last boss. Uh, that ends on Tuesday, and coming up, we or <laughs> and there was a world boss, if you haven't killed it yet, called uh, Humongous. Hey, John, a stick. Me, John That's, a stick. That's uh, the gloaming Me, reef in Valshara. Yeah, he's annoying. He does a lot of knockbacks. And a lot of AoE crap. Yep. Very annoying. Um, any other events going on right now that you know of? No. Okay. Very boring week last week and this week. So, um, Chris, what's coming up for us next week? And I know you're hyped about the second half of this. Yes, second half hype, first half not so much. You will be, though. I'm always it's hyped about this. pet battle bonus week this week. So... Get your, le- get your pets leveled, son. Get, get your, your pets, pets leveled. leveled. Uh, get your pets XP, leveled. Isn't it? Yeah, it is uh, going to be extra XP for battle pet completions. So, yes. And, then uh, and that's so- uh, and the, uh, the quest for it, I think, is you do, you have to win some PvP pet battles through the battle the, finder. The which I, battle I, finder I, I, I'll be frank, I have never done it because I did it like once or twice when they introduced it back in, oh god, what, Cataclysm? Cataclysm for pet battles, yeah. And no, Mist of Pandaria for pet battles. Was it Mist? It was Mist. Wasn't Cataclysm, it was Mist because I remember I'll check it, later. it came up pet battles and you saw an image of uh, Temp- uh, T- Temple of the Jade Serpent where the water boss is. Yeah, I think that's right. I think you're right. Um, so you have to complete some PvP pet battles. It's usually garbage tier, uh, annoying. So because the people that are in the PvP brawl finder for pet battles are usually way more serious about it than I am. Yeah, way more serious. Yep. So uh, what else? What's the hype part? What's the hype? Because we already know what the hype train is going to be. We about. already know what the hype train is going to be about. Uh, launching on March 28th in the US and on March 29th in Europe, we have patch 7.2 coming next week. Dum bum bum. Dum dum dum. Yes. 7.2 yes. is coming. I'm so, I'm so excited. <laughs> we still don't have a soundboard, folks, so it's it's just no. my mouth. It's It's, it's just my yeah. mouth making sounds at this point still. We're mouthing sounds. We'll work it. We're working on it. We'll get at there. some point. At some point. So, uh, yes, let's. Uh, we can talk. Uh, we, we. This is really going to be our 
the bulk of our show this week is going to be talking about 7.2. It's um, going to be a long show. <laughs> it's going to be a little bit of a long show. Um, so uh, why don't you go ahead and just uh, mention uh, – let's, let's first mention what the live changes and the PTR changes uh, are going on right now before we talk about like the specific news related to it. Yeah. So coming uh, already went live was more changes to the Star Ogre fight. Um, so many changes to Star Augur. Obviously, Star so Augur has been representing changes. a uh, a little bit of a blockade to people. Love it. They did nerf um, Spellblade a little bit as well. So the overall changes for Nighthold, which is, I think, the important ones. Uh, Spellblade got her uh, Mark of Frost damage reduced on Mythic by 10%. Mark of Frost explosion damage reduced by an additional 10% on Mythic. Detonate for the Arcane Orb was reduced by 15% on Mythic. And Spellblade and all additional enemies' health has been reduced by 10%, again, on Mythic only. Okay. Star Augur, its Fell Flame damage was reduced by 20% on all difficulties. Uh, thing that should not be, uh, thing that should not be, which is the add on Phase 3, uh, had its health reduced by 10% on all difficulties. And okay. Star Augur himself had its health reduced by 10% on Mythic difficulty only. Uh, there was a couple of uh, issues that were fixed in regards to bugs on the Gul'dan fight, but those were bugs, so, you know. Not really worth going into right now. Not worth going into, yeah. Um, PTR we won't really talk too heavily about because we are they are in the finalization steps of the PTR changes right now. Yeah. Um, so there's going to be a million little bug fixes and a little million little hot fixes that have gone out recently. Uh, way too many to talk to about. PvP as well on the PTR for some classes. Uh, in the last build so the major news uh about this week that that's come out this week um why don't you go ahead and dump jump just jump straight into that well the major news obviously is 7.7 uh, 7.2 is going live this week um and with that they did announce uh things like the uh arena cutoff points uh they announced the we got the cinematic Tra- not cinematic the trailer, trailer. for uh, well, it, it is a cinematic two. trailer basically it's very cinematic it is it's it's very good if you haven't seen the trailer go watch it it is yep. really really good it is um, on point e- e- even if you have uh, on point seriously um even yeah. if e- even if you do have to stare at cadgar's kind of derpy face for a while you know yeah. um it's it it's a really really good trailer um i really gonna- liked it are we going to spoil a little bit or no, no, no. Let people go watch it. It's fine. Okay, It'll be fine. Because I, don't uh, I mean, to, I'll, I'll be honest to talk about it. It's fine. No, we're not going to talk about, we're not going to go too deep into it. Um, just know that, uh, kill Jaden really, really hates Velen. Yeah. Really hates Velen. Yeah. Not, really the, only, not the only one he hates though. Uh, he also, one. yeah, yeah. He also really, really hates, uh, Sargeras. Yeah. He's big boss, man. Really dislikes it. That is a that is a very very animosity fueled relationship. Um, so we've got some other news in there too. Uh, why don't we go ahead? Uh, why don't we go ahead and talk about that? The the last two we've got in the notes first. Oh uh, yeah, because we didn't mention this one. So uh, it was announced last week. We forgot to mention it. Uh, don't know how we forgot to mention it. BlizzCon 2017 has been officially announced with the dates released. The dates will be November 3rd and 4th in the Anaheim Convention Center. We don't know yet if they're going to get the extra hall that's being constructed on the Anaheim Convention Center because on the website it says it'll be finished in fall 2017, which they bracketed as between September and December of 2017. 
So they could either be the first show to use it or they could just miss it. it we don't know. But we're hoping because um, Mike said last year why to use it. Um, so uh, ticket sales go live when? Uh, it's the 5th of April. So two weeks. A little uh, less than two weeks. I'm going to double check because it's the 5th and I can't remember the other dates. Uh, let's go to 2017. Tackity tack, 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 tack. Yep, sorry, the keyboard. Terrible. I know, I'm the worst. Uh, so, so uh, tickets go on sale April 5th uh, at 7pm Pacific time, which is a Wednesday. So uh, that so is that's um, more for the Americans. minus 8 GMT, by the way. Yeah, that was more for the Americans. I think it works out at 3am GMT on the 6th. Uh, and the Saturday, uh, April 8th, uh, at 10 a.m. Pacific time, again, minus 8 GMT. Uh, so what's that, like 6 oh, in God. the evening? Don't ask me, don't ask me. Six, six, 6 in the evening, 6 p.m. in the evening on the 8th uh, for the second set of sales. Uh, tickets will go at 199 US dollars each, and it's a limit of four per household. Bad. I, I, I know uh, two-thirds of this podcast is super hype about that. Uh, yes. It's uh, going to be camping out tickets, so that's going to yes. be fantastic. Um, the other one I'm going to mention real fast, it's it's very sad. It's a sad, sad day. I believe it was yesterday that that went live, right? Uh, it wasn't yesterday. It was the day before they started phasing it out, because I got yeah. the patch. So uh... this was an announcement they made uh, a couple of months back, but uh, they have completely phased out the Battle.net branding. Um, so or they're those, starting to at least they're starting. Well, to. well, the, the 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 app is now the Blizzard launcher. It's no longer the yeah. Battle.net app. The website uh, is still Battle.net though. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they're ever going to be able to really change that too heavily, just because it is so tied into the whole system. I don't know if they're ever going to really change that. They they're probably going to. I just hope they don't. Um, so Blizzard has officially begun the process of phasing out the Battle.net uh, branding used for their clients and their games. Um, those of you who've been playing for a while know Battle.net originally started as a peer-to-peer -peer service um, way back in the day. Warcraft I believe II? it was Warcraft 2 Tides of War, um, War. I believe, uh, was the first one to introduce the Battle.net um, uh, Battle integration. Um but yeah, so uh, before that, Blizzard it was a uh, PV, it was a peer to peer, um, so you dialed into another person, um, which sounds really dirty these days. But back then, was yeah. a very common practice, um, and has basically been the the premier service for the only service to connect, uh, unless you ran like Hamachi or something like that. Uh, the only service to play multiplayer versions of Blizzard's games. Um, so it's, it's a sad day to see that go, but at the same time, you know, I understand why they're doing it. It's, it's to unify the brand and, you know, um, for mouth breathing people you go, what's about that? How's that related to Blizzard? Yeah, I, for, I, get for it. I get for it. People like us, we know Blizzard make the games. We know Battle.net is just the tool that's used to connect everyone. For people who've never played a Blizzard game before and have just saw Overwatch on, uh, they're when they're passing through game buy, to just buy games, they're like, oh, this says it needs a Battle.net launcher. Does Battle.net make uh, Overwatch? No. So it's 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 a it's a it's a brand identity thing. It's understandable. It's just sad to see as well. Kevin, I know as a as a newer player, uh, do you have any sort of opinions on that? Do you really care? No, I mean I understand what Battle.net is because I actually played games back in the day and i actually had hamachi 
now that you mention it, it brings back some memories. But yeah, I remember trying to find people on Battle.net to play games against and dialing into friends to play Warcraft and all that jazz. But yeah, it makes sense. I mean, the Blizzard launcher launches Blizzard games. Okay. End of story. So cool. I get it. I get it. Uh, it's just a sad day to see it go. It's 20 years of branding, 20 years yeah. of identity just going down. But I, I get it. It's, it's you know, them trying to do something fresh, and I, I, I respect them for that. Um, we'll jump off of that because I could talk about that forever. Um, uh, we'll go ahead and go to number two and number three on the list. Uh, Chris, if you want to mention those real quick. Uh, yep. So when 7.2 ticks over, you will notice that when you get your keystones for the uh, the first week of 7.2 content... They're going to be a little different compared to what you actually did the week prior. Uh, this is because the Mythic Dungeons are going to have their difficulty tuned up in 7.2 uh, to kind of scale along with the progressing gear that everyone's getting as we go through Legion. So when 7.2 is released, if you completed a Mythic 2 or 3 that week, can English? The minimum item level of rewards found uh, in the end of run chests will be uh, eight, 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 870 eye level. I cannot talk. Jesus. Uh, Mythic 45 will be 875. Mythic 6 to 7, 880. Uh, 8 to 9 will be 885. And then uh, 10 plus will go 890. Okay. Um, and that's also, there's also going to be some scaling up to your weekly cash um yeah uh, we're gonna have a link in the show description uh we're, we're gonna have links for pretty much everything that we've yeah. talked about so far this uh so far for the news uh in the show description um we're not gonna jump straight through that but just be aware that you know your mythics are gonna get your mythic pluses are gonna get a little harder but the rewards are gonna be commensurately better yeah the only thing i will want to i do want to mention is that the keystones that you get for from your challenger's bounty chest will reflect very differently from what you've actually done so if you've done a mythic two to eight that that week you will get a level two keystone but difficulty wise it will still be about a level nine and it's that's going to scale all the way up to if you did a level 15 or a level 15 you'll get a level seven keystone and then every so, every level past 15 will increase the keystone by one yes so, um if you're one of those people that's like that's that's diving really deep and really hard into the mythic plus you're going to be getting some commensurately better and i really like that word i don't know why today uh better keystones yeah um so the big one that i know you are kind of like and i know we we talked about this earlier and we're kind of like let's be careful when we start talking about this um because this this affects both this affects both me directly and the future of everything I stand for directly. So, well, let's let's, let's try to avoid the political aspects <laughs> yeah, of it, I'm but trying. just kind of be just kind of be talking about. We are talking about the EU price increases to character services and yeah. uh, account services. Yeah, I'm gonna let Chris do this one because if I go on it, I'm just gonna go all political and start. Yelling at a so bunch I'm going to be completely dispassionate third party. Exactly. I'm going to mention that there is, again, there is a link that we're going to have links for all of this stuff we're talking about. So I'm going to be fairly brief about this. Uh, there is now, uh, I believe that actually just went live, didn't it? It goes April 5th. It goes live. April 5th. Okay. So April 5th, uh, we will be seeing price increases to all 
Battle.net account services, specifically the WoW account services uh, associated with your Blizzard uh, launcher, uh, are going to be increasing. Uh, it's, what, a 10 or 20% increase or something like that? Something like that. It's bringing it's it closer to the relationship between you, the dollar uh, and the pound. It brings it closer to parity uh, with... Uh, the costs in U.S. dollars uh, when adjusted for inflation and uh, uh, exchange rates. Um, so on the whole, everything is going to be more expensive uh, in the EU region yep. for pretty much any service. Guild transfers, character transfers, name changes, race changes, faction changes, all that kind of stuff is going to be more expensive. They do have a two – again – just like they do right now, they are going to have a two-tier price plan, one for uh, the GBP, the British Pound, uh, and one for the Euro. Um, both of them are a shade more expensive, um, so I believe. The, a character boost currently in GBP is £40. When it, goes, when it goes live on April 5th, it'll be 50 So it's a 25% increase on a boost, um, which is a big deal because they... Uh, the, Euro region, the European region has had for a while very suppressed prices comparative to the U.S., yep. uh, but that's because of the relative weakness of the U.S. currency for the last yep. last decade or so. Um, but on the plus side, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna dump off of that jump off of that real quick, uh, just so we don't go any further into it. But on the plus side, there is a service sale that is going to be going on until the price increase. Mm -hmm. So if you're trying to transfer, if you're in Europe, and you're in Europe, uh, and you're trying to transfer a character, or you're trying to boost, oh, well, I don't know, boost isn't included. But if you're trying to transfer a character, or name change, race change, faction change, any of that kind of stuff, character recustomization, um, all of that is on a discount at the moment. So uh, if you're trying to do any of that, uh, especially move characters around servers, now's the time to do it. Uh, faction server change is usually forty pounds if you do it like in the current pricing. I got it for thirty. My priest is now on my main server, so I'm happy. There you go. Um, and this last little bit of news, this is one we could probably develop de devote another 30 minutes to, uh, but we're yeah. going to try to be brief about it. Uh, it's going to be the live Q&A. Uh, so they did another live Q&A. Uh, this one, I believe, was uh, Ryan just two, really. Yeah, uh, yeah it was uh, particularly about 7.2 related stuff. Uh, I believe it was Ryan Schwader. Schwader. Um, Schwader. Schwader. I don't know the man's name. I'll be um, honest. I can't sorry. Me neither. <laughs> um, it kind of went over a lot of just sort of prep information and sort of systems. Uh, so it's very similar to like the show we're actually doing right now. Um, but it was a lot of clarification and things uh, related to uh, 7.2 content. Uh, things like flying. They're saying uh, they're saying it's going to take a couple of weeks to unlock flying. That kind of stuff. Uh a lot of information about the solo artifact appearance. So there is a new artifact appearance that will be coming in 7.2. Uh, it's going to be tied to one of the new buildings uh, that is going to be part of the Broken Shore scenario, uh, Broken Shore uh, assault, the Legion Fall assault. Um, he went over some very specific stuff related to that. Um, one thing I was quite sad that he mentioned that we're not going to see the continuation of Jaina's story in 7.2 at all. Yeah, they were they they did uh, mention that uh, Jaina is Jaina's story is not uh, pertinent right now. Um, uh, they talked a little bit about Velen um, and things like that, and they did confirm that the Exodar is not being fixed immediately. Yep. 
Uh, so it's been in the ground for a few years at this point. So uh, they're having to. Uh, it's going to take 10. them a little while. Uh, it's it's going to um, take them a little while to get that uh, up and running. They did clarify that Nightbane is not going away, so you can still do Nightbane runs in Karazhan. It just it won't be available on Mythic Plus. So Mythic um, Plus and Heroic, you won't be able to do. You're going to have to do like the regular Mythic, from what I can yeah. tell. And they did also clarify that the ahead of the curve achievements for Helia and Gul'dan are not going away. They will not be going away until Tomb of Sargeras actually launches. Actually releases, which is which is on par with what they've done in the past. So yeah. Um. And uh, one last little bit, um, the new relic traits, um, the new relics, you will not be able to get any of the new relics until the tomb opens, until uh, the raid tier launches for 7.2. Um, uh, they've also mentioned that uh, all relics going forward in future raids will be throughput relics only. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, interesting. That's an interesting one. Um, Kevin, did you have anything you wanted to talk about with the with the de- with the interview with the developer Q and A? No. Kind of hit the high notes on it already. Yeah, you guys did a great job. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate Thank you. Thank you, Boo Thank you. That brings a tear to my eye. All right, so we're gonna go ahead and jump straight into the big, big ass part of this conversation. We're already thirty minutes in, and uh, we're already at the. We're just now getting into the big one. So, um, boys, um, this week's challenge, it's what's going on with 7.2. What are we looking at? All this crazy bullshit that we've got going on. Um, So, Chris and Kevin. Kevin, give me a number between 1 and 10. Just move on with the show. That hurts. That cuts me deep. Wow. Okay. You You have no fun in your soul. My God, it's like you're dead on the inside. So we're going to go ahead and talk about what's going on with 7.2. I guess I'm going to go ahead and lead the charge. We're just going to go ahead down the list because Kevin's a jerk, which means that Kevin won't be talking for like the next 20 minutes. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about some of the new systems, the new events, the new uh, new things that have been added in 7.2. Uh, we're going to go ahead and start off with the Broken Shore, which is the primary new zone. Um, and yes, he does. Um, he does. He does. He, he's just an asshole. That's that's right. Uh, Chris is calling you an asshole in in our text chat and i'm agreeing with him um so we're going to talk about broken shore broken shore is the new zone in 7.2 it is a huge huge addition um it's tanon level size um so it's not like a timeless isle um it's like ashran or um it's like ashran or um god words are escaping me. i just literally said it but whatever i um, like ashran it's not uh, in, size, it's like, in terms it's of Tan- size. Tanan jungle and maybe a little bit. It's the well, timeless not, isle, but like twice the size. Yeah, I'm talking size related. Like it's the size of the zone related to it. It's 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 bigger than Asher and it's bigger than Timeless Isle. Um, it's like Tanan sized. So it is. It's a huge yeah. zone. There are no sub zones within it. So it's just like Tanan. Um, in that. In that there's no like transition between zones or anything, but it's just a huge, huge area. It's got a whole bunch of new stuff. We've got two separate new currencies coming in. Um, one is going to be the building materials that you're going to get. The, you will get those pretty much doing just about whatever on the Broken Isles. Uh, you're going to use those towards uh, building one of the three new buildings that are going to be introduced. Um, 
and there's three separate new buildings. Um, it's a uh, oh my god! I the, the the it's the command center, the mage tower, and the the nether something or other. Oh my god! I've just completely lost all of my the the notes I had in my head. Um, I want to say nether spire. I want to say it's nether spire too. Um, oh my god! Why I'm do I need like, to build a building? Okay, so the buildings are going to provide buffs to you. There's going to be a large series of buffs that are associated with all of these. Um, we it's not just you building the building; it's the entire this server. Is, this, this is a... Do I have my own building? I don't. I don't get this whole building concept. No, so it's going to work the same way as it did in Mess of Pandaria with the Throne of Thunder. Patch. He did not play during that point. Yes, so. I know. That's why I'm. That's why I'm ex- going to explain it. Um, okay. All right. just, for other people who are aware of it, I was giving them the a reference for Kevin. I'll explain. It, it, it's IQD. <laughs> it's Isle of Keldenos and uh, Timeless and all that other. So uh, the buildings will uh, work towards being completed depending on your faction's participation in the new content. The buildings give buffs and uh, unlock questions and unlock stuff like that. So the more your faction actually plays and works towards, actually, is it, is it server or faction? I want to say it's. I want to say it's faction. I think it's region wide, isn't it? Maybe. Uh, no, it's, it's definitely server wide. But I was like, both factions participate for the one thing, or I, I I have no idea. This is something that I I'll be up frank and honest. I have not paid any a bit of attention to. Uh, yeah. uh, but essentially, either the entire faction, either one faction or both factions, will work towards making these buildings happen. Uh, you'll put your resources into whichever one you want, but whichever one the the majority of people put into will be the first one that gets built. Um, each of them gives different buffs. Each of them unlocks different uh, quest chains and different bits and bobs. Okay, I finally I believe, found the notes that I wrote about it. Sorry. I believe the one to unlock the flying quest is to is the mage tower. I want to say. Um. No, that's no. Uh, the mage tower is going to be the uh, appearance. The the new artifact. Uh, the, yeah, the artifacts. Are free. I knew it did something with either flying or artifact. Um, the one that's going to be for flying, I believe that one is going to be the one. If you're trying to do flying, I think the one you're going to want to focus on is going to be the command center, which I believe. One of them gives you bonuses to your. God dang it. To. Rap gain or something like that. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it's a mage tower. So it is mage tower then. So. Uh, one of the Mage Tower perks that you can receive uh, when you speak to Commander Chambers, who is one of the NPCs inside of the Mage Tower, is going to be increased reputation gain with Army of the Legion fall by 30%. Okay. So, so that'll that, just help you get the rep faster for the Legion That'll help flying. you grant yeah. the rep out faster, yeah. So the perks on the buildings, real, real quick. Um, uh, if you build the Mage Tower, it has a portal network that spawns in it that will give you a portal to each of the Broken Isle zones. Uh, the artifact challenges, which is a solo scenario, uh, that is inspired by things like the old Rook Dalar quest chain from Vanilla for hunters. Um, and I think it was Rook Dalar. Is it Rook Dalar? And the mage, and yeah, Rook Dalar, but it's also uh, inspired by the Warlock Greenfire chain. Warlock Greenfire, the old Benediction quest from Vanilla, things like that. Is um, that the quest that gives you the artifact appearance? It's the scenario yes. that gives it to you, yeah. Okay. Um, so, uh, 
uh, Veiled Wormtongue Cash uh, will also spawn. The That's just a, a, a lootable doodad that gives you Legion Fall War Supplies, which is for construction of the buildings, or Nether Shard, which is your currency that you're going to use to trade for items within uh, the Broken Shore. Um, the Command Center uh, is going to give you uh, World Quests, for the Cathedral of the Eternal Night. Uh, it'll also spawn friendly APCs that will aid you uh, within the Broken Shores. Uh, it'll also give you new challenge missions to send your followers on from your order hall. Um, it's gonna Do you give know what you... the rewards are from those? No, it does not have any listings for the rewards yet. Um, uh, oh, my God. Okay, so when Command Center is finished, speak to Commander Chambers, who, again, is that same NPC from before, to receive one of the following perks. War Effort, which... Uh, Increase would gives you a chance when earning war supplies to get more war supplies. Now the thing is, when you turn in these war supplies to build buildings, you will receive these caches and uh, rewards for doing it. So you are incentivized to contribute to the war effort. So uh, there's a lot of nice little bonuses and things like that. I'll pull up the uh, I'll pull up the information about it in a minute. Um, so the other one is really fun uh this one is not so fun there's two perks related to it uh completing world chances has a chance to grant you a defiled augment rune Woo! so excited about it i don't have like hey, 400 i'm okay with that bank. that means i don't have to do lfr i already have like 400 of those things in the bank and everything yeah but i don't have any because i don't do lfr uh, so the really good one is <laughs> worthy champions uh focus our efforts to provide you with a piece of legendary follower equipment Legendary follower equipment means what? A higher percentage chance of completing a table quest? I kind of, sort of. So there's a bunch of legendary follower pieces that not a lot of people have. Um, I got Because my, it takes up a legendary slot, which it is does, annoying. No, it does not take up a legendary slot. It does not take no, up no, a legendary slot. No, no, I mean it slot. takes up a leg, it takes up your legendary chance. Yeah, it, it consumes your pity timer or whatever, as far as I know. I, I have not been able to dig up any information uh for or against that supposition but uh legendary follower equipment uh like the example uh it's uh, ashes of the fireland or something like that ember of the fireland as i have on my paladin uh it gives 100 order resources and like 25 gold per world quest completed so with that and the curio of happiness which gives you 50 order hall resources per world quest completed with the follower i get 150 order hall resources and 25 gold every time i complete a world quest so if i ever start like right now i'm out of order hall resources or i was out yesterday i went in and i did Valshara, azuna and high mountain i cleared all of those and i ended up with like 7k order hall resources for like an hour and a half two hours worth of effort so it was i'll, I'll be at my 25k in no time just a couple of days i'll buy by Tuesday, I'll have enough order of resources saved up. So, um, so what is the name of that third building, Chris? Because I don't think you mentioned that. Not yet. No, I've been talking uh, about the other things because you asked me what the perks were. <laughs> um, Nether Disruptor. It was Nether Disruptor, not Nether, Nether Spire. Um, is going is the one that a lot of people are going to be interested um, in. Uh, so it unlocks four new world bosses on the Broken Shore, um, including one of them is an old friend of ours, Brutalis. Yeah. Those of you, I believe that was Sunwell, correct? Yep. Yeah, so those of you who played back in BC, you're going to see an old friend, Brutalis, the Pit Lord, show back up. Uh, these bosses are going to drop 890 eye-level loot. Um, 
Uh, the other one that's going to introduce is going to be unstable nether portals. Uh, so these portals are going to spawn across the broken shore. Uh, if you use a portal disruptor on it, I uh, don't know where you get those, uh, you'll be able to summon an elite mob. Um, and the other one is going to be armor crafter commendations, which is going to roll into the crafted legendaries we'll talk about um, in a minute. Uh, so you'll be able to earn... Uh, Armor Crafters Commendation, that's for leather workers, blacksmiths, and tailors. Uh, they are... You will have to have a high profession skill. I'm assuming you're probably going to need to have like the 700 profession skills so that you've actually started probably learning. maxed out. Either maxed out or you need to have, have access to uh, Legion crafting. Because uh, through the tests that they did on the PTR, they found that uh, level 1 crafters did not have access to it. Um, when it's complete, you're going to have three other perks uh, that you can get. Uh, each day the Nether Disruptor is active, you can return to the Broken Shore to complete a quest that grants you a free Seal of Fate. I don't know if that allows you to go past your three purchase per week. It should be... It shouldn't, theoretically, because like uh, if you have the Order Hall research that allows you to get a free seal of fate every week you can still only get three seals that way but the question is if it's like the dungeon like the raid quests from your order hall board which will allow you to get more than three per week so that's a that's something you'll have to take a look into uh the other perk is if you fail your bonus roll on the broken isles so that's broken isles it doesn't specifically mention broken shore so that's going to be the whole of the legion uh, stuff that's been introduced. If you fail a bonus roll with a seal of broken fate, there's a chance you'll have your seal refunded. I don't know what the percentage chance is on that, so yeah, we'll see. Uh, and the third one is, uh, well, the third and fourth one. Um, the third one is going to be when you earn nether shards, you have a chance to get more nether shards, which is which is good if you're trying to shoot for like the um, uh, the baleful or whatever you want to call them items that you can get from the vendor. Uh, there's a vendor that you can buy uh, token slots from for nether shards, and they do have the same chance to drop as a legendary. So if you're targeting like a legendary from a specific slot, that's the way to do it. It's also decent gear too. Question, the yeah. nether shards, because it's the same currency that we had for the Legion launch event. I am not certain if the ones we already but have are going to be applicable. They are, they are. They've already said that. That's what okay. I was going to ask. They've already and said I have like, I have like 12,000 saved up on one of my characters then. Yeah. They've I'm... already said that they will be usable. My question, now that we can get them again, will we be able to go back and buy the, the other items from the launch event? Because there's, the vendor's still there. It's still, still there. In, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's a good question. Um, well, we already know everybody who tried to play the play the system and bought like 500 fell bats are already crying into their milk right now. So we'll see what happens. Um, the only thing out of that whole event that was worth anything is the pocket fell spreader, and I would not be surprised if they brought the pocket fell spreader back. Yeah, because I have a pocket fell spreader. I do too, but I've never learned it just in case the market for it jumped up. Uh, but I may I, just learn I it learned anyways. it because I'm a I'm a collection whore. Yeah, I am too. Uh, the last one is uh, Reinforced Reins, which allows you to interact with objects while mounted. Yay! Yay! I think there's already like a barding that does that, though. Like a crafting item that does that, isn't there? Yeah, but then I won't have to get that crafting item. And you won't have to deal with the crafters, yeah. Because yeah, that's, that's dealing with other people, and other people suck. Um, yeah. And you will have a new faction, which is... Uh, Something of the Legion, Legion Fall. Fall. Something, something, something Legion Fall. Um, that's going to be the primary <laughs> rep faction that you're going to be aiming for uh, to increase. 
uh, that that bar. You have to fill that bar really hard. Yep. Um, and that's going to be related to the Broken Isles Pathfinder 2, which is going to be your flying for 7.2. Uh, and I just spent later. 10 minutes talking about that. So, Chris, why don't you talk about the new five-man that's coming in? I'll be really quick. Um, <laughs> so we've got the new five-man. It's the second five-man to be released for the Legion expansion. Um, we've got the Cathedral of Eternal Light, a four-man uh, dungeon. It's a fa- five-man dungeon, four bosses. Uh, it will have a mythic difficulty and a mythic plus. Do we know if it's going to have a heroic difficulty? I think they said it would have I a heroic difficulty. They said it is. And Chris, it's Cathedral of the Eternal Night, not Light. Cathedral of Eternal Light, that's what I said. It's no, night, not light. Is it night? It is light. It is night. My bad. So, Cathedral of Eternal Night. <laughs> Shut up. It's a four boss dungeon. <laughs> it's a four boss dungeon, uh, five man. We've got. Um, I'm going to butcher all of these names. Uh, Agronox, which is the first boss. Then we've got Threshbite. Thrashbite the Scornful. Who, who, by the way, is Smash Spite from Blackrock Hold's brother. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I believe that There's they a... said that. I, I believe they mentioned that. I believe they mentioned nice. that at some point. Um, we've got uh, Domatrax. And then we have... I'm going to butcher this one. Mephistrath? Mephistrath? Mephistrath. Mephistroth, yeah. Mephistroth, and he is... Like Mephistopheles. He's a Nathrazim. Yeah. Wait, have we seen him before? I don't believe so. I'm not positive, though. Don't take that as gospel truth. Okay. We'll we'll say we haven't seen him before, because I don't recognize the name. Um, That should be available at launch uh, when the the patch goes live next week. So bash that out Looks like a great dungeon. We never had a chance to do it on the PTR, but it looks yeah. really fun. And I'd be very sad that we never got a chance to go in there. Um, yes. So, huh. Huh. Sorry, I was just looking at something. Uh, there is... Uh, just looking up some of this stuff, because I was looking at the eye levels for it real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a Vantus rune and a teleport to Cathedral of the Eternal Night. Oh, well, yeah, because Vantastrons are changing to be uh, raid, raid and dungeon-wide wide now. Yep. Yep, so uh, there's that. Interesting facts there. Interesting facts. And um, there's also a teleport to it. Uh, I don't know if that's an NPC spell or if it's an actual player spell. So uh, It's probably uh, an NPC spell. That's my guess. Um, but, uh, yeah, Kevin. I know. Uh, I know you've been kind of hyped about flying, so uh, you want to go ahead and uh, mention that. Yeah, sure. Flying. So you have to get revered with Legion Fall, which you mentioned is the new faction on the Broken Shore. So that will be one of the things that you have to do. Uh, prerequisite for Legion Flying, obviously, is to complete uh, Pathfinder Part One, which you can complete now on uh, the live servers. Uh, in preparation for 7.2. So get the rep with the Legion Fall, complete the class order campaign. So that means doing the class order campaign that you have now in 7.1.5 and then completing the continuation that will be added in 7.2, completing the Broken Shore quest line, which will be available, you guessed it, on the Broken Shore, and complete four demon invasions. 
and I'm assuming that you have to do one demon invasion for each zone in the Broken Isles. Yes, so, so you can't just zones. do the same one over and over again. Yeah, yeah there's, there's four one zones. Zona, so you one have in to do all four of them. One in High Mountain and one in Stormheim. Right. So once you do those, you can get the special Legion mount for your class. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Once you've completed that, and you've uh, uh, no, no, no. That's that's related to the class campaign. That's related okay. Well, to completing the class anyway. campaign is something that you have to do anyway. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's part of the flying requirement. So yeah, if you complete once you complete your cast campaign, you'll get uh, that plus I think there's a rep requirement. We'll get you your mount plus you know you'll be in that deep into uh, Legion flying. Okay. Oh, uh, by the way, the eye levels for Cathedral of Eternal Night it's eight sixty five on Mythic and eight forty five on uh, base on Heroic. That's not bad. Not bad. Uh, that that's in tune. That's in line with the other changes they're doing to the dungeon. Yeah. So that's good. Um, anything else about flying, Kevin? Nope. That's it. Um. So. Uh, Do your pet dungeons because I know you want to. Yeah, the pet dungeon. Uh, it is in fact Chris's mom. Uh, no. Uh, pet dungeons are going to be is the new wailing caverns. It's called the wailing critters scenario. It's a. Uh, Really fun thing. We've talked pretty. Ex- I've talked pretty extensively about it in the past uh, on the show. Uh, it's going to be a. There's a one-time scenario that you'll do, and then there'll be a weekly reset associated with it. Uh, the weekly reset is going. The one-time scenario is going to give you an ultimate battle stone, which is an instantly level a pet to level 25. Um, it's going to require one level 25 pet, but they suggest bringing in three. Um, the challenge scenario version of it is going to be more like the um uh celestial tournament pet battle from freaking mists from freaking mists yes uh that's going to require a large stable of pets specifically designed to counter stuff um so it's going to be real interesting and real fun. I uh, the reward from that is a satchel that has a chance to drop three unique pets, one of three unique pets, a chance, of course. So it's not a guarantee. So uh, I'm looking really forward to it. Uh, yeah, that's really going to cover most of that one. Uh, it's just I've I've talked so much about it in the past. So I I'd lo- I, I can't wait to do it, and that's going to be probably the first thing I do in seven Can I talk about the PvP brawls now? Yeah, go ahead. So, uh, for people who have played uh, Heroes of the Storm, Overwatch, Hearthstone, you are very much aware of the brawl system that each of those games have. They are finally bringing it to World of Warcraft for PvP specifically. We're going to have the PvP brawls coming in. There'll be week- weekly rotations. Uh, one of the ones that we have actually already seen was for the 10-year anniversary event, uh, where we had the South Tour versus Taryn Mill. Mill. It- it was fun <laughs> entertaining enough but yeah. you know it's like the thing is it's like people are really nostalgic about it but the problem is is that the reason it existed was because that had the shortest run from yeah. a graveyard to an alliance area at yeah. the time that wasn't yeah. like inside of a city basically pretty much um we're also gonna get 15 v 15 arenas so could Which you imagine going 15? to be stupid could you can you imagine fifteen people in the grand arena versus yeah, fifteen no, people? That's just it's that, gonna be mad. It's gonna be <laughs> stupid. Uh, we've got no grav. Uh, War, uh, Eye of the storm. So it's just eye of the storm with gravity pretty much turned off. 
super jumps from your uh, from your uh, starting point all the way to the midpoint. I also kind of feel bad for the shamans and the druids who thunderfuck people off the middle. They're not going to be able to do that as effectively with Grav turned off. But the question is, are they just going to fly off the map or are they just going <laughs> to fly to the nearest point or whatever? We'll find out. Yeah, we'll find um, out. And the other one that they announced was the Winter Arathi Basin. It's just Arathi Basin, but with a winter theme. It's very hard to see things. There's a lot of there's a lot of cloud coverage, blizzards. So I'm int- I'm intrigued. I've actually really enjoyed PvP this expansion. So I'm interested to see where it's going to take us. Yeah, uh, and just remember also the uh, lake in Arathi Basin is going to be frozen so you can run across it without yes having to... so it's a frozen lake yes. yeah so it's going to be really interesting um Kevin talk about Paragon Reputations yes please <laughs> everyone's looking forward to Paragon Reputation okay, I'm not so... there we are <laughs> I'm not you can now earn Reputation past Exalted for the Broken Shore factions or the Broken Isle factions I'm sorry yep um for each 10,000 reputation that you get after Exalted, you can get a reward like an Emissary cash. Um, this has the chance to drop new faction exclusive mounts and toys. So you guys should be all over that. Uh-huh. I am. That's why I'm excited. That, I, I'm not excited because it's just another freaking bar to fill, but uh, I'm excited about I like this. filling bars. I don't. So I grinded you have Timberball to... before the buff, okay? I don't like oh, filling God. bars. So you were saying, oh, you Kevin, Kevin, you were saying. Yeah, you have to <laughs> earn 10 of these um, 10,000 points, so 100,000 reputation, and you get an achievement called Paragon of the Broken Isles. So um, maybe there's some kind of a title associated with that too. Who knows? Um, now, the other important fact to mention, that last one. Yeah, yes. you, you can't get reputation from insignias earned from World Quest. What's an insignia? Okay, uh, so when you complete a world, when you complete, it's more specifically the Dalaran World Quest, Kirin Tor World Quests, uh, and it's the weekly emissary, you're given an insignia, which is which gives you a chunk of reputation. A lot of people who are already exalted have been storing those for this system, those insignias will not work towards the new rep above Exalted when 7-2 hits. So you either sell them or you move them to an alt. Those are your you two can't. options. You can't. That's what I was actually going to bitch about. Some of them are account-wide. No, Some they are, are not. They are not. The Kirin Tor insignias are not account-bound. That what That is what pisses me off. Can we just get that whole thing account-bound now? Like I, I, know I think I, I know the ones you get from your mission tables. Yes, are the mission table, bound. the two fifty ones from the mission table are account bound, or it's the one fifty or whatever it is. Those are account bound. The ones from the Kieran Tor quest are not. Can we please, for the love of Christ, just get those account bound? It's been long enough into the server and in, into the expansion that we should just be able to do that. Agreed. Um. Chris, why don't you uh, talk a little bit about the the upcoming raid that's coming in? Yay! So the Tomb of Sargeras, uh, former Temple of Elun, will be raided by us in 7.2. Not right away, but they haven't given us an exact time of when it will be launching. But uh, later, in, later in the patch, the Tomb of Sargeras raid, which is a nine boss raid and the second tier for Legion, will have a tier 20 in it, will launch later in the patch. I'm very excited for it because that last boss 
we get to see Kill Jaden, and he has legs this time. He has legs. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we don't want to delve too much into the raid because it's not it's not it's not coming anytime soon. So yeah. Um, why don't you go ahead and talk about the the mythic and heroic changes then, since we're not really going to de- deep dive into the raids part of it. Uh, right. Well, the mythic and heroic changes, uh, the difficulty curve as well as the gear eye level that drops will be increasing. Uh, I believe you said for heroics it's going to be did you eight forty five? I think you said. Yeah, it looks like heroics can be eight forty five and mythics can be eight sixty five. And then eight sixty five for mythics, and then the pluses go up with it. So uh, the the mythics and the rogues will be scaled higher, so they're a bit more difficult, which is why we were talking about earlier with the changes to the keystones and such. You're also going to be getting Karazhan split into two dungeons, which will be Karazhan upper and lower. It will also be given a cubable heroic version, and it will be added to the mythic plus keystone rotation. Okay, so um, that's, uh, we're going to get some new, uh, some new stuff added to mythic keystones and some new heroics in. Yeah. And we're also going it's to all be rehash getting... content. Screw it. Oh, totally, totally. Rehash we're also content. going to be back in the beta for, for for Legion. There was a heroic version of Court of Stars and Arcway that was removed. They are bringing them back so there is a, a cubable heroic version to get those dungeons done. Okay, so um, those of you who uh, now the question is, are they going to change the uh, quest requirements in uh... the quest requirements? I think will be able to be done on heroic because they were back in beta. Okay, so uh, those of you who are still who are leveling an alt through Suramar will be able to get those done by queuing well, no, for it randomly. They are a can't wait. So if you've already done it, you don't have to do it again. No, 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 no. I mean the 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 quest requirements. Remember, there's part of the quest chain that requires you to go into Court of Stars and go oh, into Arcway yeah, yeah, yeah. to progress okay. your uh, Suramar chain. Yes, so you can do those quests. Yep. Um, and they are changing some mythics. They're changing some affixes in Mythic Pluses, and they're all flat removing some of them as well. And they're adding a lot of new ones. And I know we talked about that uh, probably three, two or three shows ago. More yeah, I know the one that's getting removed uh, is making a lot of healers happy. They're getting rid of overflowing. Yep, uh, but they're bringing in something just as bad. Uh, yes, several. That's just as bad, bad for all of the healers yeah. rather than just two of them. Yeah. So that's going to be real exciting and fun for us going forward. Any other changes in the Mythic Plus and Heroics that we need to talk about nope, there? No, that's, that's pretty much it. Um, I'll go ahead and talk a little bit about the Demon Assaults, since I believe I'm actually the only person who ever bothered doing any of them I did on PTR. Them, I did them. <laughs> See, there you go. Um, so the Demon Assaults, they're going to be four Demon Assaults uh, possible. Now, they did specifically mention during the 7.2 developer Q&A, uh, with with uh, Schwader or whatever, Mr. Ryan, um, that it won't start until a week after the patch goes live. So, so we we've got a little bit of time to catch to you know catch get, up, get, get ready for to it, to catch our feet, you know, yeah, get rid of all the class changes. I believe. Stuff. Don't go quote me on that. I'm pretty certain I read that somewhere. So we'll see. Um, I they the problem is is that when I did the demon assaults when I was on the PTR doing the demon assaults it was very early into the cycle for them they weren't working completely correctly but they were entertaining it's uh so what happens is is that uh, the legion invades a zone uh within the broken isles and it replaces all the world quests that exist within that zone 
But you can still complete your emissaries. Still complete your emissaries because all of the stuff that you are doing within that, all these world quests you're doing, these replacement world quests from the invasion, count towards your emissary count. Yep. Uh, so you'll be going in and you'll be doing, I think it's three or four quests, three or four of these world quests in the zone that's being invaded. Yep. And progress, when you complete the progress on that, you will gain access to a... Further, and I, uh, the only one that was available when I tested was High Mountain, because uh, I, yeah. I checked back like three weeks in a row, and it was always freaking High Mountain. Um, you'll begin. You'll do a first phase where it's you do a couple of world quests in the area. There'll be a second defense phase where you're defending Thunder Bluff, uh, and then the uh, Thunder uh, Totem. Sorry, Thunder Totem. <laughs> Thunder Totem. Uh, there'll be a Wait second. <laughs> There'll be a second one where you're defending Thunder Totem, and then a third one, which is the three-person scenario, I believe it is. Yes, it is, which is, by the way, I'm glad they're bringing back the scenario system. Yes, um, I was very displeased when I did it, because the scenario system, the queue, the auto-queue for scenario, really wasn't working. So no, I ended up having does. to go, yeah, I ended up having to go in and solo the scenario, and I didn't actually even finish it. Uh because I was in there solo and I couldn't get anybody else into the scenario with me. Yeah, um, I had the same issue when I tried on B-tier. Yeah, so I never actually got the scenario completed. Um, so I don't know how that how the final fight and all that stuff works with it. But uh, it was really interesting. It, it, it's I don't know if it's going to like really make me all that excited. I may just do like the, the them each one the four time the one time each for the four and then just be like okay it's a demon invasion and azuna well not going to screw with that anymore i'm going to go do something else now um but i believe it also is going to reward you some of the broken shore stuff i'm not positive uh none of the also gives you rep to the people in that zone as well they do uh it's it's just like the standard amount of rep you're going to get from world quests and things like that and i'm dropping stuff off my desk um so it's, it, I don't know if I'm going to be able all that uh, deep into it and continue doing them, but uh, we'll have to see. I'll have to see how they do when they actually go live with them and they're actually working as intended. Yep. So that's just that. We'll see how that goes. We'll see how that all goes. Um, Chris, I know you are hyped about this. You and I are both hyped about this, but the, the yes. Transmog UI updates, the Transmog set collections. World of Dress Up. Yep. Um, Fashion so Craft. <laughs> Fashion craft. Uh, so the the transmog system is getting another update. Uh, it's an update to the set collections. So, for example, uh, say you were a priest and you really want to get the Ulduar sanctification tier set, you can now see how many of those pieces you've actually got and what you're missing and who to focus on. So it's all going to be there on your transmog window. It'll have all the sets from pretty much all the tiers that are available to currently get. And if you have the old sets, they'll be there as well. So you can just instantly click those. So like if you have the dungeons, uh, dungeon set two, you're able to get that. Or sorry, dungeon set one, because it was zero, then one. So dungeon set one, if you have that, you'll be able to just click it and Bob's your uncle, you're wearing the dungeon set. There you go. And uh, we'll also, I'll also remember, just throw this out as a little reminder. Remember we talked about this when we did announce, when they announced the Transmog UI update, that uh, tokens from pretty much every raid uh, are yep. now clickable for gear instead of having to go track down the vendor. You can still do that if you want, but Thank right now they God. are clickable, which is going to make things so much freaking easier. Yes. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm super thrilled and super psyched about that new Transmog update uh, because I, I do play a lot of fashion craft myself, despite Me the fact too. that I only use like three Transmogs on any one I'm the character. Same. 
I have uh, like six transmog sets set up for my D-Matter. Only use one of them. Yep, ever, period. <laughs> um, so, Kevin, uh, this last one of this uh, incoming systems and changes stuff uh, is going to be the new world quests. Yeah, so you'll now be able to get gear that drops up to eye level 860 instead of 845. Uh, Which means that, uh, and because of the warforging and titanforging increases, uh, it's going to be commensurately higher. And I'm still using that word. They can Hmm. titanforge all the way up to 920, I believe. Yeah, so it's very rare, but it can happen. It can happen. And they have also talked about, you know, dropping the rate on titanforging and warforging happening too often and we talked about that last um, week i think actually but i think there's also new world quests coming for the broken shore as well as just ones that are on the broken house in general so we're getting some new world quests as well zone to go get more order hall resources for yay yay um so yeah that's it's gonna be interesting i'm gonna be really uh i'm actually kind of excited about that um, so we're going to just a real quick aside we're gonna go ahead and mention uh you know what do you need to do before Tuesday or Wednesday. Wait, is it still Tuesday for you? Is 29th a Tuesday for you or Wednesday? Wednesday. Okay, so I, I have no idea how time zones work. So. The calendar still works the same, honey. I, are you sure about that? <laughs> I, I, I yeah. feel like you all are... I feel like you all are kind of time traveling into the future versus uh, us. The c- calendar still works the same for us. The 29th sure, is still a Wednesday. Are you sure about that? Are you sure yep, about... Are we using the Gregorian yep. or the Julian calendar? I'll cut you. <laughs> <laughs> so um kevin do you have any sort of questions like what 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 are you thinking what 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 are the questions that you have going into this patch like for preparation do you have any sort of questions or anything that you like have to think about anything sure you- what are the things that i need to do before tuesday before the patch drops so that i can prepare myself for the 7.2 patch uh well uh and i know that's really just a re-saying of exactly what i said before yeah, um, pretty much mm-hmm. it's, it's okay that's it's okay what, yeah it's, it's okay that's what i was fishing for um <laughs> so order hall related stuff you want to get uh 25k order hall resources um because um because of the new researches that are going to be going coming through Uh, because of the new researchers that are coming through. The first one is going to be, I believe it's 10K. The second one is 15K. Um, the times on them are very short comparative to the original order hall uh, before they nerfed down the uh, yeah, research I, say, I, think, I think the fact that they nerfed them have made these ones comparative towards the nerfed ones. Yeah, they, so they're basing it against the, the nerfed ones, not the original ones. Um, so I think it's like a day and five days or something don't quote me on that something like that um so just get some order hall resources set aside uh for getting your new upgrades and for making sure that you have uh resources for the new uh for the new uh god the new follower type the new uh the new minion type that's it the new minion type if you choose to go that route um complete your order hall campaign like just get that out of the way. Uh, it, this is no longer the the gate. They nerfed the gating down on the world quest missions. You can now complete the world quest missions in a day if you are constantly sending your units out. You can complete that section in a day. And they did fix the warrior one where it took like a week to get it done. Yeah. So get your order hall campaign finished up so you're ready to go for the next one. Um, and if you are going for the alternate choice on that uh, sixth 
is it six? Is it tier six? Yeah, it's six and seven. Yep. Uh, if you're going for the uh, alternate choice, not the minion type, uh, make sure you have all of your followers at 850 and epicked out uh, because you will have an option to get a new follower. You will have the option to have a sixth follower. Um, on that note, also be prepared because some because paladins are getting two new followers and everybody else is getting a new follower. So get ready for that. Um, so Chris, what do I need to be worried about for my artifact weapon? Like how, how, how prepared, what, what do I need to be prepared for with my artifact weapon? So the first thing you want to make sure you've got done is you want to make sure you've capping your artifact knowledge. You want to get that to 25 as soon as you can, because when 7-2 comes out, we're going to have access to an additional 25 levels of artifact knowledge. Um, so... Sorry. Oh, go on. No, I was just going to say, uh, just remember that uh, when the new patch drops in, you'll now be able to use your artifact knowledge tokens up to 25. Yes. Uh, so you want to get everything to 25? I as think quick it'll as you actually can. cap up to 35, won't it? Mm, maybe. I think it's 35, sure. I don't remember. But suffice it to say, you, the new artifact thing won't let you get up to 25. Yep. Uh, you want to get your artifact weapon, your your main one, whatever. If you've got your main one already maxed out, try and get the alter, alternate ones up to 35 at a minimum. Which it takes you eligible to do the quest line for the new traits. Which takes no time whatsoever if you've got capped artifact knowledge. Like Exactly. Go run some world quests, go do some LFRs, you'll have more than enough ready to go. You want to make sure you've got at least one weapon up to 35 at a minimum. All mine are. Um, yep. Uh, both of mine are. Uh, current artifact power tokens that you have in your bank or in your inventory just sitting there ready uh, I've got to like five. I've got like five million AP stockpiled ready right, to go. Well, you can you can sell that because you can't use it in 7.2. Oh, maybe I should just use it then. Yeah. You can't any 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 artifact power that is current that you have currently, when 7.2 comes out, it cannot be used on a weapon with the new traits unlocked. So you can use it on weapons that only have the old traits, but once you unlock a weapon to get the new traits that are coming, you cannot use any of that current artifact power on it. So make sure you either used it or you sell it. Because it's useless. Aw dang. Aw shucks. Oh shucks! Hey, Kevin, is there anything that I need to be prepped and ready for for stuff that's not related to my order hall and my artifact weapon? Yeah, um, like I mentioned previously, you have to, or you should be completing the Broken Isles Pathfinder Part One. Um, the thing that's probably the most difficult thing to do here is getting the rep up on each of the Broken Isle factions in each of the zones. Um, you should also, or yeah, you can consider uh, dumping your crafting materials that you've gathered on the auction house to get some money for those. Uh, it's probably going to be a lot easier to get crafting materials in the next expansion when flying's unlocked. So make some money there. Uh, one thing I will say is that uh, one thing I will say is that don't get rid of any materials if you're planning to get the legendaries. Yeah, because it does require a lot of legendaries. Because it does require a lot of materials. It doesn't use all of the materials. But if you if you are focusing on a specific uh, armor type, keep the materials to get that to get that legendary. Sell everything else. Uh, and big up to I believe it was MMO Champion where we found that little tip and that made complete yes. and utter sense to us. Uh, Thank you, MMO. So it's like 
get rid of your shit. You're not going to need it. Because with flying, oh my god, freaking materials and crafting resources are going to be everywhere. They're going to flood the market. The It's going to be completely dead. Yeah, it's going to be warlords all over again. Yep. Anything else I need to be aware of uh, besides yeah. the stuff we talked about earlier? The class changes are mostly finalized, so if you review the changes that are coming up for your class, um, those should probably be close to what they will be on Tuesday. Um, as we were saying earlier in the past few months, uh, reviewing the class changes wasn't really effective since they were going to change during the PTR timeframe. And now that we're less than a week out from the actual patch, uh, you should check out your class changes and see what is going to be different with your class. Son, we're four days out. I know, right? Three. Three, four days out. Four for me. Four for you, three for us. Yeah. Um, um, so on Tuesday or Wednesday for our uh, poor, poor, you know, inferior European counterparts, uh, I hate you. what do I need to have ready? What do I need to do? What, what's, what, what do I need to do to be prepped? The first thing you need to do before you even think about opening World of Warcraft, update your add-ons. Open up the curse or the Twitch client or whatever it's whatever version of that client you have installed. Open up Tuck UI uh, Launcher, whatever you use to update your add-ons. Update your goddamn add-ons to alpha mode. Make sure you're installing alpha stuff because that is the stuff that's going to be relatively stable for the Pete for the 7.2 patch. Now I'm going to tell you it, most add-on authors have their shit set up so that it automatically switches to the correct version on patch day. All right. Some don't though. There's Some a, there's don't. a good few that don't. Some don't, but those add-ons aren't worth using. Mm, some of them are very helpful. Uh, no, they're not. They're not worth using in that juncture. In that case. But um, it also comes down to some, some versions that do go live aren't, completely working and that the alpha versions are usually fixes to those versions yeah there is that there is that that's why i'm saying alpha have it to i have it set to alpha for about a week and then swap it back okay um and uh, the last thing is ensure you are 100 percent aware of your class changes when the patch goes live a full list of patch notes that are live on the server will be made available. So every change will be made available for you to have a look at. Make sure you look at your class, your spec, what you need to know to make sure that you are putting out as much DPS or healing or threat and survivability as you need to. Now, okay? now, now, now Chris, I'm going to tell you, I heard you say pooing out. That's... I will fucking cut you. <laughs> Out. I'm sorry. I'm, so I I'm sorry. That Scottish brogue. I can't help it. I, I will can't actually help cut it. you. Um, and uh, my one suggestion for Tuesday: um, don't be in Dalaran. Yeah, don't be in Dalaran. If you're yeah. a lag out. Don't don't be in Dalaran. That, that's just my suggestion. Especially if you're on a high pop server, you're gonna crash. You're gonna crash. I'd suggest strongly, unless you know they've got the Shardian CRZ in full swing. Which they should, well, hopefully. In fairness, Legion, the Launcher Legion was so smooth, I don't actually expect we'll have that much of an issue. I know, but it's just, it's it's, it's 11 years of preparation, you know. It's, it's 12 years of being terrified of being ready for patch day. True, very true. Um, Kevin, do you have anything else that you wanted to talk about, about prep or 7.2? No, I think we covered it in nauseating detail. I don't think this was really nauseating. I kind of rushed through my uh, sections. Yeah, we rushed through a lot of that. 
No, I, I think the biggest thing for me is to start getting more order hall resources so I can update, upgrade the order hall. Like at least have, at least have your 10 K ready to go. At least have yeah. your 10 K ready. Cause um, then you've got a day to get the, the other 15. <laughs> yeah. Um, and remember if you are really behind on order hall resources and you have bloods of Sargeras, go trade them for 200 order hall resources. It's not a lot, but it can help you get like that last little bit. If you're stuck on like, if you're at like 9k and you don't have time to go do a bunch of world quests, just go trade some more horses. Oh, by the way, by the way, by the way, I that, yep. yeah, Chris, you can go ahead and mention it. it. I, I can go ahead. You can go ahead and mention that. Blood of Sargeras Vander will finally have the ability to sell you shit in stacks. Yes, so you can, you can now shift click on items, shift click items, and buy multiple stacks of things for Bloods of Sargeras. Sargeras. It only and took wow. the bastards three months to do it. It only took them three months to do it, but <laughs> big deal, big deal. I'm hyped about that. So it yeah. is a game changing change. Yep, so, it is literally game changing. So just remember, for every ten Blood of Sargeras, 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 for every ten Blood of you. Sargeras that you have, uh, that's worth two thousand order. <laughs> all resources so uh for it, 50 bloods of sargeras will get you uh to the 10k order hall resources so just saying uh if you're like me and you have so many bloods that you have no idea or, what to do with just, them, or just mega laser <laughs> yeah you can go do that uh if you really need the order hall resources badly um chris any final any final thoughts on 7.2 or prep for tuesday and wednesday biggest patch blizzard's ever released so if there's a problems, expect you know expect issues. Expect issues. Expect expect issues. This is the biggest patch Blizzard has ever released for any of their games. It will have a lot of hot fixes coming. I expect at least five within the first forty hours. Yep. So ex- hot fixes will happen. So don't panic. Um does uh so we'll go ahead and leave that behind. Does anybody have any issues they face this week? Anybody you cut out? It's, uh, yeah, sorry, you cut out there. Oh, sorry. Does anybody have any issues they faced this week? Like any problems? I had, any a, don't I do had a salt-free week. I had a salt-free week. Your 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 blood pressure is normal, Kevin. Relatively. Um, my my don't do that this week is involving um preparing for raid. Okay. Let's say that okay. preparing for raid. Don't log in five minutes before raid and then find out you've got some kind of something going on and then not be ready for raid. So I don't want to get into specifics, but like log in a few minutes beforehand, make sure everything's set up, make sure you've got your seals of broken fate, make sure you've got your food and your potions and all that shit and do it at least 15 minutes or 20 or 30 minutes before raid starts instead of logging in, you know, two minutes before raid starts and then find out you've got something going on and then just ruin everyone's night because you're not ready. So that's what I suggest doing. Don't do Uh that. I'm actually for a change. I'm going to completely agree with them, even from a casual and heroic standpoint. Have some pride in what you're doing. Have some respect for everybody else. Not even pride. Yeah, just have some respect for everybody else. Because it's not. It's not just your fifteen bucks a month you're wasting. It's the fifteen or nine other people that has having to wait on your ass to get shit done. So you know, just be prepared. Have your flasks. Have your no. food. Have your pots. Just have stuff. 
Now, now, Kevin, I could throw that same argument back at you uh, about yes, we recording. Could, totally. About recording. We could totally throw that same argument back towards you. <laughs> it's okay, though. I love Move you on. Still. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the only complaint I've got this week is uh, it's something that we've talked about quite often is uh, the power creep and eye level requirements for plugging yeah. stuff. Um, it just keeps going higher and higher. Um, I'm still trying yeah. to finish my balance of power quest chain. Uh, for the artifact appearance, and I'm 884 with the the three legendaries I have in my bag and the overall gear score I have, the gear I have on my uh, paladin. I'm at 884 display. I'm like 875, 876 uh, equipped, and I'm still not getting invited to raids. I still, I, I'm still getting rejected for being too low of an eye level or whatever, and that's just freaking ridiculous. So, People are assholes. Quit honey. being stupid. This is not wrath and gear score all over again. Okay. Oh god. Okay. The solution, oh, Chris, would be to actually get a raid group. Yeah, just put it together myself. Instead of trying no, <laughs> instead of trying to pug into raids all the time. Yeah. Well, screw that. Um, gentlemen, Kevin, do you have any final thoughts for the week? Final thoughts are we now have stickers. If you email us at azerothctc at gmail.com, I will mail you some stickers for free. And the stickers, the stickers, man. You won't stop with the fucking stickers. It's okay. The stickers are pretty. The stickers look good, though. The stickers, the stickers really look do. really good, actually. They really do, but he just won't stop talking about the stickers. No, you, you look really we good, got but stickers. Just won't stop. We got stickers. God damn it. The send me stickers. your mailing address. I will send you some fucking stickers. I will send you multiple stickers. <sighs> Chris, final thoughts for the week. I hate the word stickers now. Uh, and my final thoughts are choo-choo. Um, so <laughs> that is our show for the week, folks, to talk to us during the week. At any point, you can find us on Twitter. The show is at AzerothCTC. Mr. Kevin over there is at SwingCat with a K. Chris is at Akari underscore Mag, and I am at Gavril underscore ET. If you'd like to find us in the game, they're on the Dollaran server. The chat channel is ACTC. Uh, you can also email the show at, at uh, AzerothCTC at gmail.com. Uh, we would love for you to email us any sort of criticism, questions, uh, comments, anything you've got on that. Uh, shoot us a review on... Or apparently your mailing address. Or apparently your mailing address. Uh, so <laughs> shoot us a review on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, uh, FeedBurner, whatever the hell system you use for curating your podcast feeds. Uh, we love any comments good or bad just go ahead and talk to us please we're lonely here um that's gonna cover it uh say good night boys good night boys bye